0: Welcome to The Stories She Sings, where we bring messages of biblical women to life through inspired songs. We hope this podcast will be a place of rest, refuge, and refreshing in the presence of God. So many little children go to sleep without a song. No one to cradle them No hand to hold on So many dear children In this world left alone Wondering where mommy went Will daddy come home? Please bless Children, Teach them to say the prayers Angel mother, angel father Watch them sleeping unaware Who can they turn their hearts to Their hearts implore Who will lullaby our children Who will cradle one more Will you lullaby our children, sing them this song? Please reach for our children, a star to hold on. Will you teach our children how to kneel, how to pray? Will you lullaby our children, send our love right away? Just one lullaby Our mothers, our fathers too, angels winging in heaven now, we're missing you, missing you, wishing The Lullaby Kingdom by Karen Grant. There is a kingdom beneath the clouds where all the people are sleeping. Many of the fathers are sleeping. Many of the mothers are sleeping. Even the teenagers are sleeping. And the little children are sleeping too. Above the clouds, high in the heavens, there is a shining kingdom. In this kingdom there is a beautiful castle where the divine father and glorious mother live together in joy and happiness. Often they gaze through the heavens upon all of their sleeping children and send magic kisses upon the wings of the wind to softly caress the cheeks of the sleeping ones. The kingdom above the clouds is filled with the sound of love and the vibration of laughter as it ripples through the rivers and brooks. In that kingdom, all of creation sings. The flowers sing. The stars sing. Even the rocks and the mountains rejoice in deep, rich tones of praise and adoration. Now there is also in that kingdom the unforgettable sound of angels singing. The kingdom is called... The Lullaby Kingdom In the lullaby kingdom, not one angel is sleeping. Everyone is wide awake there. Even the flowers have a voice, and they sing and dance gracefully in the light of the sun. But it is the gentle tone of the lullaby that keeps every angel wide awake in the knowledge of who they truly are. What do the angels do in that beautiful place, you may wonder? Oh, they are very busy. They are busy trying to awaken the children of the kingdom beneath the clouds before it is everlastingly too late. Many of these angels have loved ones who live in the land beneath the clouds. Many of their loved ones are sleeping their lives away in utter forgetfulness of who they truly are. Often, the angels whisper in quiet consternation, Who will awaken the sleeping fathers? They are the giants, sleeping giants with great missions to fulfill. Sometimes they cry, Who will awaken the sleeping mothers to remember their divine destinies? Other times they utter, If the fathers and mothers are fast asleep in utter forgetfulness, Who will awaken the little children? Who will tell them that they have promises to keep? Who will remind the sleeping children of who they truly are? These are some of the greatest spirits who have ever lived. They have wonderful causes to fight, missions to fulfill, purposes to pursue. And they are far too sleepy to accomplish the glorious purpose of their divine creation choruses the angels of heaven in the kingdom above the clouds. In that beautiful kingdom where our divine parents live, there is the sound of weeping. Who is crying? It is our Divine Mother. Why is our Divine Mother's heart breaking? Why is her tender heart aching? Is it because so few of her precious children remember her? Is it because no one can hear the sound of her heart singing? So few remember her pure love for all of her children. So few can hear the lullabies of her heart. She is missing her many, many sleeping children. She loves them very deeply. She wishes she could sing to them again She wishes that she could lullaby her children and wake them up to the divine remembrance of who they truly are. The divine father and his glorious wife behold that many of their beautiful children are forgetting that they have promises to keep. Together, they speak in gentle whispers, "'Who will lullaby our children?' Tears stream from their eyes as they ponder the plight of the land beneath the clouds, for in that land there lives an invisible dragon who has been lulling away the hearts of the fathers and mothers for generations. The invisible dragon has lulled many into a deep, deep sleep. Even though their eyes may be wide awake during the daylight, many of their hearts remain fast asleep. And they have forgotten what they were sent here to do in the land beneath the clouds. They have forgotten because they do not remember who they truly are. They cannot remember why they are here. They cannot seem to even remember where they are going. Why have they all forgotten such important and precious things? It is because the invisible dragon has lulled them to sleep He has whispered many dark things into their minds and hearts. He has quenched the vibrations of light and love and truth from reaching the hearts of the sleeping children. But in the lullaby kingdom, high above the clouds, the glorious father and mother have not ceased praying. They are wishing. They are hoping. They keep believing that someone will go and lullaby their sleeping sons and daughters even the fathers and mothers and awaken the cherished child and everyone. At last, Divine Father and Mother gather the angels of heaven round about them. Father rises. Mother whispers. Who will lullaby our children? Who can we send to the edge of night to whisper, sing the gentle lullabies of our hearts? Who will awaken the hearts of the sleeping ones? Who will sing the lullabies of the lullaby kingdom to those whose hearts have been lulled into the sleep of forgetfulness by the invisible dragon? Who will whisper in still, small voices into the ears of the fathers and mothers and teenagers and sleeping children, the words of pure love that will awaken them to the knowledge of who they truly are. Mother questions her angel sons and daughters with tender tears sparkling in her eyes. Who can turn these tears of sorrow into tears of joy by helping us to reclaim our lost children? She gently bids all of heaven's angels. "'Who will gently awaken our children to the remembrance of the work that they must do before our noble Son? Even the Prince of Peace can come and dwell with them for a thousand years of peace,' whispers the Divine Father. "'Who will comfort my children when there are great wars and rumors of wars?' whispers Divine Mother as she gently rests her head upon the shoulder of her Divine Husband. Who will reach inside the hearts of the sleeping giants, even the fathers, and help them to remember that they too are my cherished children. They are my hope. They are my warriors of light. Who will mend their broken hearts with the tender vibrations of song? mother turns to the multitude of angels encircling her knee and waits for someone to answer divine father looks upon the multitude of angels that are gathered together in their midst his eyes shine more brightly than ever as he asks his angel children who will go and lullaby our children one by one the angels rise and move gracefully to their divine parent's side. The angels whisper, we will go, send us. With tears of compassion streaming from their eyes, they whisper, we will go and lullaby your children. We will go and awaken the fathers and the mothers and teach them to sing the songs of the lullaby kingdom. We will whisper the kindly words that they must speak to one another Deep into their hearts. Listening hearts shall hear these angels sing, whispers mother gratefully to her husband. One by one the angels kiss their divine father and beloved mother and gracefully move towards the edge of night. It will not be easy to get the sleeping ones to listen to you, father smiles compassionately upon his lullabying angels. There are many sounds in the kingdom beneath clouds that block out the whisper songs and lullabies of this kingdom. They are very busy listening to the sounds of the televisions and telephones. They are being deafened by the sound of loud music that sends vibrations that are not on the same frequency as the peaceful lullabies sung by the voices of angels. Many of the people may cover their ears at first at the sound of your whispers. Others may harden their hearts at the sound of your lullabies, but we send you with our blessing that the lullabies you sing will touch a chord in their souls with a vibration and soothing power that will stir our sleeping ones from the deep sleep of forgetfulness. What is forgetfulness? asks one of the lullabying angels before she turns to go on her mission. It is to forget the fullness of all that you are or ever once were. It is to forget the fullness of all that you can awaken and arise to become. This is why the dragon has tried so hard to make so much noise in the kingdom beneath the clouds. The noisier it gets, the more our children forget the fullness of who they are. They cannot hear the still, small voice whispering above the chatter and the clatter of the world in which they live. The music of the dragon is loud and brassy and puts spirits to sleep. It drowns out the tender vibrations of light waves and the sound waves of pure love and truth. Glorious Mother looks into the eyes of her divine husband as she embraces him. They are going to lullaby our children, she says with tears of joy glistening in her eyes. Yes, my beloved wife, we will send our angel sons and daughters. They will go and whisper, sing the songs of the lullaby kingdom into the hearts of the sleeping ones. They will lullaby the kingdom on earth even as you lullaby the very angels of heaven. He smiles gently upon her and embraces her even more tightly as he places his strong arms around his tender wife, sunbeam rays stream from his eyes as he speaks slowly and gently, melting all of her sorrow. We will turn your sorrow into song. We will send some of the angels of heaven to go and create a lullaby kingdom upon the earth We will send them to stand at the edge of night, to sing to the noble ones as they sleep. We will give them dreams to dream and songs to sing. And when they awaken in the morning time, they will feel as though their hearts have been softened and solaced, rested and refreshed. They will arise from their weariness, feeling the vibrations of pure love and joy and peace in their hearts, As the songs melt away, all the forgetfulness, they will begin to remember who they truly are, why they are upon the earth, and the unique gifts and talents they each have been bestowed with to give to one another. Divine Father and Mother embrace one another again, and all of the lullabying angels surround them, Vibrations of light and love and truth burst into a song, the most beautiful song Tender, gentle and strong Mild and sweet Kindly and peaceful The angels chorus once more We will go, we will lullaby the children We will each lullaby them with a different sound A different tone, a different healing vibration each with her own unique gift to give, words to whisper, songs to sing. The new vibration is felt throughout the heavens. The planets begin to rejoice. The constellations begin to quiver. The flowers nod in unison and begin singing and dancing in the morning light. Divine Mother's tears are turned from tears of sorrow into tears of joy as her heart is filled with hope for soon now very soon the morning stars will sing the lullabies of the kingdom and her precious children will awaken and arise in the remembrance of whose they truly are Put a pillow under your head and tuck a blanket in all around you. Use your favorite pillow and your favorite blanket. If you have something that you would like to hold, you may go and get it now. I will wait for a moment while you get it. Maybe it's your teddy bear. Maybe a favorite doll. Maybe it's your mommy's hand. Or maybe it's your daddy's hand. Choose something that helps you feel safe and snuggly. Something that makes you feel comfortable and warm. Or you can just imagine someone you care about with you. If you would like to bring one of your friends on your journey, you may. Or you can just imagine that they are coming too. I would like you to do something that my mommy always did for me. She tucked me in every night when I was just a little girl. Maybe your mommy and daddy are too tired tonight. So they have invited me here to let me spend this precious time with you. I'm a mommy too, and I care about little children and how they feel. I care about you too. You can't see me, but you can hear my voice, and hopefully you will be able to feel my love for you too, and the love of all the angels who care for you during the day and the night, and the love of your big brother, Jesus, and your father and mother in heaven. Sometimes, My own little children don't get to have me tuck them in either because sometimes they go to sleep at their daddy's house. So sometimes I'm not there to sit on their bed and stroke their hair and ask them how their day went or how they feel about things. But I can pretend that I am sitting beside my children just like you can pretend that your favorite and most safe person you know is sitting beside you while you go on this journey. Choose someone you feel safe and happy around. Maybe it's a grandma or a grandpa. Maybe it's your daddy or your mommy. Maybe it's your very own special angel. For now, let's call the special friend your angel friend. An angel friend is someone that you can see in your mind and in your heart. It's someone who loves you and who is very, very kind to you. Maybe You would like to imagine Jesus sitting beside you on your bed. See him stroking your hair and whispering kind words into your mind and heart. Close your eyes and imagine. As he sits upon your bed, and the Just a little girl, do you know what my two favorite things were? I loved to be tucked in at night by my mommy. She would sit on my bed and stroke my hair and talk to me just like I was her very best friend. One Christmas, when I was four years old, I got a brand new dolly. That night, both of my parents came to tuck me in. I remember that it was such a special feeling to have both of my parents sit on my bed and tuck me in and help me feel safe and cozy. They talked to me for a little while and then they both told me that they loved me. They turned out the light and left the room. After they left the room, I climbed out of bed and I tucked my new Christmas dolly into the little wooden crib that my daddy built for me. My dolly had new jammies and a soft new blanket that my mommy made. I remember tucking the blanket in around my own baby, just like my mommy did for me. I remember patting her head and telling her some kind words to help her feel safe and cozy too. For years after that, I'd get a new dolly every Christmas, and every night until I was about 11 or 12 years old, I would tuck in my babies. Sometimes I would even sing them a little song. When I grew up, I learned to write songs, and so I wrote this one for my babies. To this very day, those are still two of my favorite things to do. To tuck in little children and to get to be the one being tucked in. And you know what? I grew up to be a mommy and I had four babies of my own. I also became a massage therapist. That means I get to tuck people in and help them to get cozy all day long. For one hour, I get to massage their hands and their feet and play pretty songs for them and give them sweet new things to smell like the smell of flowers and fruit and trees and all kinds of plants. This helps the people to relax and remember what it might feel like in heaven. Heaven is a place where you feel safe, where you are loved, where you are treated like the angel that you deserve to be. Heaven is a place where people are kind to you all day long and all night long. They would never hurt you in any way. It's my sweet dream to bring a bit of heaven to you every night while you go to sleep to help you remember, too, just what heaven feels like. my heart could follow A friend whose love could lead me where I long to go Love never ends, friend for friend He'd never turn and walk without me He knows a child's first steps are sometimes oh so slow I turn from sin, take steps to Him, learn from my weakness. He lets me see the strength in me, my heart will grow. Come follow me, He smiles on me. I'll set you free to soar in heaven. First mortal feet must learn to follow me below. The child's heart can become so heavy in power and strength, he lifts me higher as we go. into His arms time and time again Don't you know His love for you Mommy tucked me in. She would help me to go to sleep by playing this little game. It's a game she made up, and it's called One Sleepy Eyes. Will you play the game with me? The only thing you need to do is lay very quiet and very still and relax your hands and fingers, your feet and your toes by wiggling your feet and toes and fingers and hands. Now close your eyes and see the pretty pictures in your mind and in your heart. Here we go. One, sleepy eyes. Two, soft pillows. Three, puffy clouds way up in the sky. Four, walking down a long garden path. Five, flowers blooming along the way pebbles. 7. Blue skies in heaven. 8. Smiling angels singing lullabies to you. 9. Songs leading you down the path. 10. You're not alone. 11. We're going to visit your very first home. 12. A gentle father greets you. 13. A loving mother kisses your cheek. Fourteen. A wonderful big brother named Jesus takes your hand. Fifteen. See their eyes full of sunshine. Sixteen. See their smiling faces full of love. Seventeen. Angel friends all around you now. Eighteen. Curl up in their arms. Nineteen. They keep you safe from harm. Twenty, as you close your eyes, invite sweet dreams to fill your mind with light and love and all things pure and sweet and good. It's time to sleep safe and tight, little child. Good night. Dreaming from darkness to dawn, angels come singing you heavenly songs, close your eyes, count to ten angels and cherubs, your peekabo. a happy self. She was so happy because she had a wonderful source of joy. Each morning, the happy self would run alone to visit the wonderful source of joy. She would sit beneath him for a precious moment each morning and bask in his wonderfulness. If she had a problem, she would bring it carefully wrapped in her heart and show it to the wonderful source of joy. He always offered her a solution. And so the happy self remained happy still. If she felt lonely, the wonderful source of joy would encircle her in his arms and fill all the empty places inside of her. Then she would run and share the warmth with all whom she met throughout the day. If the happy self felt a bit cross or cranky, the wonderful source of joy would melt the cold and cranky spot within her with a ripple of his laughter. She would carry his mirth to bless the cold and cranky spots she found in the hearts of those who were too busy to visit him themselves. One day, the happy self thought she need not visit the wonderful source of joy. It wasn't that she was too busy, but she was so entirely happy that she thought she did not need him. This was a sad mistake indeed. The wonderful source of joy felt deeply concerned when the happy self did not come that morning. He became even more concerned when the happy self did not come the next day or the next. For the wonderful source of joy knew in his wise heart that no self could continue to be happy without coming to him for more happiness. Meanwhile, no one was able to recognize the happy self. Her usual cheery smile was no longer beaming. It had become an enormous pitiful pout. The sparkling eyes that usually danced with bits of sunlight had become dull and sad. The once eager feet that had carried to him now had become slow and tired. The happy self was no longer happy. She was, in fact, miserable to say the least. Her once overflowing heart, the one that had overflowed with mirth, was now quite dry. She had become so empty that loneliness filled up all the spaces inside of her. She longed to see the wonderful source of joy once more, Yet in her unhappiness, she had forgotten how to find him. Even if she could remember the way, she doubted that her slow and tired feet could carry her to him now. Day after day, she sat alone and miserable. Worst of all, she had no happiness to spread to others, and so she could only give them sadness and sorrow. The others who had once loved to be around her now wanted to be far away from her, for she made them feel sad and sorrowful. She became known as the once-upon-a-time happy self. The wonderful source of joy had an amazing ability. He could see anywhere and everywhere all at the same time. He had been watching his once-upon-a-time happy friend. He felt great pity for her. She was so lonely, so sad, so miserable. It was then he called the merry little songbird to his side. Go to the once-upon-a-time happy self. Tell her, I am not far away, nor am I hard to find. Away flew the merry little songbird, flitting upon her delicate wings until she lit right upon the shoulder of the unhappy self. The unhappy self was so grateful to see the merry little songbird. She was grateful to hear her familiar voice, for she had held the songbird on her finger, or upon her shoulder when she used to visit the wonderful source of joy. The empty places in her heart began to tremble when the songbird's tender message touched them. He is not far away, nor is he hard to find, sang the songbird. The happy self's cold and cranky places had become very hard, it's true. But when the music warmed them, they began to melt into a familiar softness. Even her slow and tired feet began to stir and wiggle in anxious anticipation, of seeing the wonderful source of joy once more. Will you take me to him? Oh, how I have missed him, cried the once upon a time happy self. He has missed you, sung the merry little songbird as she spread her delicate wings and began to dip in and out of the sunbeams. The once upon a time happy self wondered why the songbird did not lead her at once across the meadow. In and out of the sunbeams, the songbird dipped and danced while singing her tender song. Why do you not take me to him, wept the once upon a time happy self. He is not far away, nor is he hard to find, responded the songbird. Slowly, the once upon a time happy self sank to her knees. Where are you, my wonderful source of joy? Oh, how I have missed you. I am so sorry I did not come to you, and now I have been away so long I have forgotten where you are. A familiar warmth encircled the once upon a time happy self. I am not far away. Spoke a gentle voice that shimmered soft sunbeams upon the cold and cranky spots in her heart and melted them all at once. Nor am I hard to find. The once upon a time happy self slowly raised her sad eyes to meet the encircling warmth. There, in his wise and kindly eyes, she saw a glistening tear. I have missed you, his tender voice was calm, and I have missed you. I shall never forget you again, she cried as she wrapped her arms around him. With a ripple of his laughter, the tears in her eyes became shining bits of joy. The happy self was happy once again, and so was the wonderful source of joy. Up above, what do you think our eyes would see? His smile is love, his smile is light His smile is hope, his smile is bright His smile is faith, his smile is cheer His smile will dry our every tear We could see Jesus smile, His smile on you and me. How do you think that we would feel if our hearts could see? His smile is warm, His smile is kind, His smile is laughter, His smile divine. His smile is joy, His smile is peace beneath His smile. His smile is love, his smile is light, his smile is hope, his smile is bright, his smile is faith, his smile is cheer, his smile will dry our every tear. riches? Have you ever yearned to be a pirate with a treasure sailing on an open sea? Have you ever hoped deep down inside for dollar bills and more? Have you ever wanted lots of coins to jingle and adore? Have you ever thought that money could buy you happiness? Would you like to peek inside the heavenly treasure chest? The secret to his treasure is you can't give it all away. You'll end up with more and more and more each brand new day. Lay down your earthly treasures, is the story Jesus told. They'll get stolen, they'll get broken, moss will eat them, they'll get old. But I, the heavenly treasure, you can have all you want. The more you give and share it, the more you'll have, he taught. If you set your heart upon a thing and you wonder which it is, heavenly or earthly, here's a hint that Jesus gives. If it can be broken, if rust can corrupt, if thieves can break in and steal it, if moths can eat it up, then it's an earthly treasure. It will fade away. His treasures will bring lasting joy each and every day. The first treasure is the love of God. Eternal, yes, it's true. You can give it all away and have lots left for you. It never can be broken. Rust cannot corrupt. Thieves can break in and steal it, and moths can't eat it up. It is a heavenly treasure. Spend it on all your friends. Share His love with everyone, cause love will never end. The second treasure in the chest is faith in Jesus Christ. It will keep your heart so warm inside, it will be your guiding light. It will strengthen you in sad times. It will help you every day. If you share your faith in Him, it will never fade. It never can be broken. Rust cannot corrupt. Thieves can't break in and steal it, and moths won't eat it up. Faith is a heavenly treasure. Would you like to find some more? Let's peek inside his treasure chest. I know you will adore. Here is prayer and baptism. Which do you like the most? Here's repentance and forgiveness and the gift of the Holy Ghost. These are the treasures of heaven that Jesus has for you and me. The delightful thing about them is we can have them all for free. They never can be broken. Rust cannot corrupt. Thieves can't break in and steal them. And moths won't eat them up. There is a kingdom. a treasure, a wondrous treasure, in that kingdom deep within, overflowing without measure, little children enter in. around your knees